Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the way. We want it men. cigars. I'm drinking beer because I only have to walk 10 feet. And Jason's drinking water because... I have to drive 10 feet. Yeah, he's got to drive. I got to drive. Yeah. It's been one of those weeks. Mm. How's things going? Did you see that new Black Series? <laughs> yes. The Cantina Bar? Yeah, I was like, repacks! And then I re-looked at it and I'm like, no, no. it's only been. I think only Obi-Wan is repacked. The rest look incredible. I gotta give it to him for this time. It's no rebacks. What'd you think about the Filoni one? I understand it, but it's. I've been waiting for a Cobb Vant. Vance for a year. <laughs> yeah. We've been waiting for uh, uh, whatever the Kara Singh or whatever her name is, the bounty hunter, for a year. And we're getting a Dave Filoni. Now, granted, all they had to do was do a new head for him. You know, a head sculpt, but still. Um, yeah. My reaction was, oh, that's cool, but that's silly. <laughs> At the same time. At the same time, that's really silly. A Filoni figure. All they did was take the Luke body and throw... Because Filoni's not that tight. Right. He's a little bit looser, and he's got the dad bod, too. Yeah, I just, I'm still, I, yeah, I, I have a feeling, like you, we've always talked that Disney's got their locks on Hasbro because they will release Loki on Wednesday and Friday or Monday we have a figure directly tied to that episode, whereas with Star Wars you have to wait a year before you get a figure from an episode. Yep. So Disney's got to be, or Lucasfilm's got to, it's not Disney, it's Lucasfilm. Because of freaking, they don't like it. I don't know. It's whatever. You kind of gotta get over it. But I did. I thought the emperor was cool. The uh, what I think the emperor is gonna be like forty bucks. I, I saw pricing. Yeah, thirty-one, thirty-six, something like that. And then Dave Filoni is gonna be like in the twenty-five dollar twenty-six. 20, okay, which is a, he's a quote-unquote deluxe figure. <laughs> yes, he's a deluxe figure, which makes me wonder. Is he going to get his own box? Like his own his own figure in the line? Kind of like what they did with Cad Bane and the armor, because they had the deluxe box, but then they came out as a normal 
Oh. I'm like, are they going to do that with Trapper Fox? <laughs> they might, but why? Why do that? Unless they want to make more money. It's Floney, and he's he's got a certain clout in the uh, Lucasfilm world now, the Star Wars world. And I wonder if it was like, hey guys, I, I want a figure. He said, ah, we got you, dude. Yeah. So you got George Lucas in a Stormtrooper and Filoni as an X-Wing pilot. You also have George Lucas as an X-Wing pilot, but I don't think yeah, it's yeah, as it's popular a, as the Stormtrooper one. Gerard Fogg or whatever it was. George Lucas backwards. Sulak. <laughs> um, that was the only real news. I mean, Hallmark's releasing all their ornaments next week, which I went and made a big bill at Hallmark. Yeah, I got all the emails. Hey, don't you want... They even called me. Dude, they always call me. Like, just chill. It's just a freaking ornament in July. But, yeah, I went and made my pre-orders. I think Mandy yet again gets more than me because I didn't want that many of the... I've got her buying them and now they're doing a bunch... She likes the birds and they're doing a bunch of those for her or whatever. But I've got to limit myself. I I don't normally do like three or four a year because... You know, at 20 30 bucks a pop, that gets real expensive real fast. Yeah. I try to go the day after Christmas, but it's just always a crapshoot with that, too. Right. Because I, w- I swore last year that the child would be the hot one. Mm-hmm. And they had tons of chil- children. Children. Childs. Childs. Right. The, yes. The childs. The childs left over. I do have a funny story about the child. My daughter messaged me today and sent a picture. But she took my grandson uh, shopping for kindergarten and he got if it had baby yoda on it he got it baby yoda backpack awesome sure baby yoda uh, pencil case if you're looking for the pulse of star wars right now it's on grogu Mm-hmm. um Ooh. i wanted to ask you about the uh the ghost yes i didn't even realize i completely forgot that my son had a ghost yes and he, he won't dab. sell it. And he won't sell it. In preparation of the last episode, I didn't bring it up, but he has the Black Pearl mm-hmm. from Pirates. And he wanted to put it together because there's a new, um, Sea of Thieves has a new theme. It's Pirates of the Caribbean. So he's like all into it. He's watching all the movies again. He's like, I want to put this back together. And he's putting it back together. But then he looked up on his own. Davy Jones is worth like. 60 70 bucks that figure alone wow because i guess it only came with the black pearl right well that's like zeb he only came with the ghost yeah so he's got zeb too but i wanted to ask if you were gonna are you considering trying to find the the ghost or would you consider building that custom one that he was talking about uh i guess it would depend on money i would like to have the original but i mean if i can get the custom one that looks better because i did look it up he did message me later um with the link to it and it is a cool it's about it's huge it's about double the size and it's a cool looking figure uh cool looking set but i guess it all is money and if i could ever find a ghost yeah but i you know it's one of those i'll cross that bridge when i get to it type things i was telling my son about that whole thing with the custom ghost and like would you want to build a custom ghost or would you want to build the regular one he's like i have the regular one like what he's like yeah you helped me build it i'm like what and then you message me and i'm like dude if he ever wants to sell it he's like no 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 he loves 
He loves Rebels to the point where he loved this past episode of Bad Batch. Oh my god, dude. Spoilers for Bad Batch. We're going to talk Bad Batch now. That... I, I had it spoiled a little bit for me because somebody did say, if you love Rebels, you'll love this Bad Batch. So I'm like, all right, where are they going with it? And I'm kind of glad it spoiled it a little bit because then as soon as they, they were on Hera, I saw, you know, they open it up and it's on Hera's home planet. And their pair, you know, so I, I was like, oh, okay, cool, it'll involve Hera. And, and then she's not there. And they're, oh, she's doing something. And then the next thing, you know, they do their thing and then the first shot of Hera... She's on a on a thing, and then you see the sensor scope pop up, and you're like, "That's not him." And then he pops up, and there's Chopper, and of course you want to add this for the B-roll of Glenn crying, <laughs> seeing Chopper again, man, because that. Ugh. And then just to add to the storytelling of Dave Filoni, how awesome a storyteller was. I'm in my head going, "Wait a minute, she." Does she, did she have Chopper yet? Did Clone, where, you know, where is everything <laughs> happening? You know, is it too, you know, are they redoing it? What, you know, and you're, you're doing the math in your head, and then they're in the, in the um, courtyard, and there's the Y-Wing. And you're like, no, oh, no, he did it right, and he didn't even mention it. Yep. And I don't, you know, the people that don't know, she got Chopper from a crashed Y-Wing from the Clone Wars. So it just everything fit together just yep, so per- yep. perfectly, and yeah, it was the first cartoon, first show that I just I had the time, and as soon as it was over, I hit repeat, just so I could see it one more time and, and let my head wrap around it, because I, I truthfully I think with Kane, uh, Bad Kane, Kane, bad, whatever, whatever that dude, Kane, Bad, bad Kane, I keep getting it. I want to call him Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Yeah. Like, he wanted to make it, to me it's backwards uh with him showing back up and now with them reintroducing Hera and Chopper I think they're just prepping everybody for Book of Boba Fett and now the Ahsoka show with with Chopper and Hera showing back up you know which you know everybody knows these characters again it was an interesting episode because we were on uh what's the planet called Mm -hmm. they said it it's slipping my mind people are yelling in their car well yell louder because they can't hear you right but (laughs) But, um, where's I going with this? Well, we're <laughs> on trying, her home. No, yeah, home planet. Right. I'm trying to remember where I was going. But the Bad Batch didn't show up until like 20 minutes, 15 minutes into the show. And I'm like, what is what is this? Right. This isn't the Bad Batch. It's typically we follow around the Bad Batch. And so this is setting up some sort of world building. I don't know if it's for the conclusion of the show, if that's where they're going or what, but. Yeah, I put my hands in the air when, like, I saw that sensor scope pop up, mm-hmm. and I didn't even click that I could be seeing Chopper. Someone had posted, and just, can we just stop posting images on Facebook when you see something? <laughs> can we wait yeah. 24 hours because someone Alfonso. did... Alfonso. Someone did post Hera next to Omega, <laughs> and I'm like, come on... Some of us have to work. <laughs> yeah, well, Bad Batch hasn't really had a whole lot of spoilers. I mean, people hadn't been spoiling it, I think, until this episode. Yeah. Because it, it, this is the first episode where you're like, oh, crap. Well, Cad Bane was yeah. a spoiler. And you got spoiled because I had made a comment in a spoiler thread, <laughs> and you saw it. Freaking Facebook. <laughs> it was like, it shows one or two 
comments on a thread, and it was Cad Bane. I'm like, great. There's that one. Uh, but, I mean, I thought they, they... It was a good way of, you know, you get to see why Hera and her dad have the strained relationship, and, uh, you know, I guess what's eventually is going to happen to her mom. And, and I'm... I've said it before. I've said it in another post, but if she if they show her getting the ghost in Bad Batch, I really am gonna lose my crap because that you know, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it's interesting because now we've wow. kind of left all the characters that we saw in this past episode. So, do they follow Chopper and Hera, and how does they they fold into the Bad Batch? It also brings up questions like we don't see any of these characters in Rebels, right? So do they sacrifice themselves so Hera could take off? Like, I don't know. Uh, wow. Well, you've got, what, five? This is episode 11, so there's five more episodes. Yep. So how big of an arc will the Hera chopper, how big of an arc will that be? Right. Uh, because you know she doesn't meet Kanan till several years later, because that's in A New Dawn, which is a great book if you guys are Rebels fans. Go read it, because it's how they met, uh, Kanan and Hera met. And Chopper's not in that book, which I kind of find a little bit weird, or, or you know, I just never understood why Chopper at least didn't show up at towards the end of the book. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious, and I, I really, I, I, yeah, is it going to be? They have to come back because they left it on a cliffhanger, so they have to come back and finish this story. Uh, and I will be upset if it's not next week. <laughs> but I'm also. If this is what they're gonna, if they're prepping us for the Ahsoka show, if they do this for the Ahsoka show, just give me two or three episodes and close up the Rebels arc, I'd be happy. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But there's Dave Filoni being just a freaking master tour storyteller. What was your thoughts? I liked the episode. I just. I'm just a completionist, so if you have a show called The Bad Batch, I expect to follow around The Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. It's not like Clone Wars, where we're just talking about the entire Clone Wars. It just was weird to me that, the, that they showed up, like I said, mid-season, mid, mid-episode, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Unless it was just sort of their, their way of... It was exciting, it was nice to watch that. Mm-hmm. It's good to see those characters again. Nice Hera. Nice young Hera. And there was, I think, of course, Disney Plus kind of closes down the window so you don't see the credits they want they want to keep you so instead of turning on turning off your tv they just cut to something new and i wanted to see the end credits i didn't go back but there was one character who was a hologram and i'm pretty sure that was vanessa marshall doing a french ass accent who does the voice of hera in rebels so i think she did make a cameo Mm -hmm. but not as hera i think she was someone else because i recognized the voice i didn't go back and confirm it but yeah, because she had a thick, thick accent. Yeah. Um, in, it, the, in the. I think that was her. Yeah. I was happy. That was the first episode that I was like, now this show's. I mean, it, it was getting good when Cad Bane showed up, but now that Hera's showing up, and now that there's an app, you know, opportunity to reintroduce people to Rebels, I, I think it's it's even better. Because people, you know, one guy asked me today at the toy show, you know, why Rebels, and I'm like, dude, it just it caught me at the right time it caught me when i was hungry for star wars and it just hooked me from pretty much the get-go because i watched rebels just because you know it was star wars and then you're watching tie fighters chase people and you hear the engines and you hear the blasters and it was the all the, the sounds and speaking of sounds i 
that episode, because every time Hera would show up and she's getting deep in thought, they're playing her theme. Yep. And it's just... That's one thing I thought was pretty well done, was her dreaming of flying and Mm -hmm. how she would just daydream about flying and she really loves being a pilot and I think that's that was well illustrated in this episode yeah I really appreciated that it was such a good episode (laughs) um but yeah I mean they have to come back they can't leave that hanging um I'm curious if they're gonna do it like you said either next week or are they gonna close the season with it and and how do we know how many seasons Bad Batch is no they've only had the one season with 16 episodes so far We'll see what happens. Right. Um, and then, speaking of Boca Boba, John Favreau, Robert Rodriguez, Bryce Dallas Howard, and Dave Filoni are all directing episodes of the Book of Boba. And I think they are stellar directors. So at least we have five episodes. I was expecting three for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Right. But we have at least, what, one, two, three, four episodes. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I would expect it to be six or seven, maybe eight. Eight seems to be a good round number for you know short seasons like that. But I've also heard that they were talking that uh, is it Roger Robert Mar- Rodriguez? Mar- yeah, Rodriguez. Well, excuse me. He said that it's going to be grittier than The Mandalorian, which I'm looking forward to. And Tamara Morrison was saying that it's really a buddy show with uh, Fennec Shan. Hmm two of them are together I don't know I don't know if I'm looking forward to that part of it I am looking forward to like the flashbacks uh, you know I want to see what happens in the Sarlacc pit let's see how he gets out let's yeah. see how he ties into Cobb Vant let's see yeah. you, you know let's see the backstory of it what happened to Fett over those like what is it five years yep at least yeah I don't know because they were saying five years after the battle of Yevon which would be like two years maybe after Return of the Jedi okay I don't know Okay, yeah, because it was when the Ahsoka, we were talking five years um, for the whole Rebels and Ahsoka epilogue. And that, between the end of Rebels and the epilogue and then Ahsoka showing up in uh, Mandalorian, that was five years. So that's where I'm getting the five years from. Um, I also wanted to mention that Rebel Scum was sold to someone who runs Order 66 Toys. Mm-hmm. Runs a show on Facebook, a, a toy, show, toy shop. On Facebook, which was interesting because, you know, how is that going to get integrated? Is Rebel Scum going to be more of a, a toy selling site? Because hmm. before it was just like a general news and, and information library, photo library for all the action figures and stuff. And um, you know, everything's moving to Facebook now. So, and people have left the Rebel Scum forums and they're on to these Facebook groups now and everyone's got their their tribe if you're the Georgia Alliance or if you're the Empire Group or your California Group or even the IC, whatever the case may be you know, everyone's got their tribe so, I don't know, does it matter? Yeah. Maybe not. Just a sign of the times, things have changed. Right. We're all getting on, we're all getting older and we're all moving on. <laughs> getting older. Getting old sucks. Yeah. Um, I did uh, go to a toy show today. That was kind of fun. Seeing everybody again. What'd you pick up? I picked up some ornaments. Picked up like six ornaments of just oddball stuff that I didn't really care about, but I got such a good deal I couldn't pass them up. 
and then uh, just a, a cup, uh, just a plastic Star Wars Return oh. of the Jedi or Empire Strikes Back plastic. I like those cup. cups. Yeah. I want to make a cup like that. I have ideas. I'm trying to take a break from woodworking so I can work on some of these ideas, but my wife just loaded me up with the project. So. Uh oh. What she got you working on? It's an art project, but I knocked it out today because I just. <laughs> there was something I had to do. I had to make an Alabama A out of pallet wood for someone. Uh, go, Bama. You being facetious? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they told me it's, it's different from the Atlanta Braves A because it's got a mullet on it. <laughs> So that's how I knew I had the right one. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, so I, I'm hoping to do more projects like cup making and patch making. and Project McClunky, I finished my chairs. They turned out really well, but you can see the staples on the side. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to put like some rope around it, which will get further away from the look of the cantina chairs. But it'll help finish them off and, and look better because right now you can see staples on the side which I don't like right and I don't think people are going to care they're not going to go oh I can see this this isn't the right texture and the cantina cares didn't have rope and piping on it what are you doing well I had the choice of making it with pleather but pleather cracks over time Mm. I don't really want to do re-upholstering so I went with a a suede so it's not exact but it works yeah I think they look good they look like the cantina chairs. Right, that's all that matters. I mean, I you, and you're gonna use it for, uh, you know, like YouTube stuff. So I've I learned movie magic. It never looks the yeah, same when does. you see it in person. It's all crap. <laughs> As I'm making these chairs, I'm like, this is probably more care than they put into the cantina set. Mm-hmm. I just slap that thing together. Han Solo, Harrison Ford's like swaying in the chair because the screws are not tight enough. Greed, greed almost fell through. Yeah, I learned that by watching when they were shooting Ozarks up the road for me. That somebody, you know, you see all these blue buildings and they're little, teeny, tiny, and you're like, "What the hell are they doing?" And then you see this shot, and they're just out of frame. They're just background noise, and it's out. They're out of focus, and all you see is a blue blur, and you're like, "Ah, that makes sense now." Composition. Right. Yeah. But yeah, the toy show was cool. It, a lot of people, I saw a lot of people, you know, a lot of the regulars were there. They had, uh, I didn't see a whole lot of vintage. There was some vintage there, but it wasn't incredible. It's a lot of, three or four comic book vendors, and they all seemed to have uh, some good deals. A couple of guys I saw buying, I saw Blake and Justin buying up a whole ton of comic books, and they were just raving about the deals they were getting, because people were running like half-off specials on what they had. Uh, what would you say were the top three toy lines you saw at the toy show? Star Wars. Modern? Yeah, modern yeah. Star Wars. A few... Um, like Black Series? Yeah, it was a, you, you did see a lot, some people with some of the scalpers, you know, that go in and buy everything, and then they set up at a toy show and sell it, which sucks. Uh, it's not good for... I, don't, I think that's not good for anybody. Not good for no. the toy show, not good for the retailers. Um, what else did I see? I saw a couple of Back to the Future, some of the NECA Back to the Future. Saw a couple of... Not a whole lot of pop vendors, but... You know, people that had pops. Uh, Funko. Yeah, a little bit of Funko. But I, dude, I really just focused on the Star Wars stuff. So I would say it was a good chunk of Star Wars, which was nice. 
Awesome. Yeah. Mm. And Hot Wheels. They had a couple of Hot Wheels vendors there. Oh. Like open, old school, like die cast vendors. Oh. That's different. Yeah. I've been looking for, um, I've been going to Walmart and Target the past couple of days because I'm not going to be able to go to summer, summer social next week because I'm going to this wedding. But my brother called me this week. He's like, oh, by the way, I'm staying with you from Sunday to Tuesday. Because he's coming from Miami. We're all going up to Grand Rapids, and he's got to pass through, so he's going to stay for a couple of days. And So my nephew's coming, and he likes all the Hot Wheel toys. So I've been going to the stores and trying to find the latest wave, and I know that there's a Mandalorian on a speeder bike because I have it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do I give it to him? Do I keep it? I'm trying to find another one because I like to get him. He, lo- he loves those Hot Wheel toys. Yeah. I have video of him like zooming around the toys on the floor and like all that fun stuff that we did when we were kids. He's mm-hmm. doing it and it's just That's so awesome. fun to watch. Oh, so that was your nephew that, that did that nephew. video. Yeah. That was awesome. I, I love seeing that. Uh, I know I did, um, I sent you a picture of my grandson at Second Chance and yeah. he was just like, oh my God, the toys. The kid in a candy store, yeah. except it's a toy store. Yeah, and he was just, yeah. He he go he walked away with the little minion. We were he was like I gotta find something I gotta buy something. And we're like no dude you don't have to buy anything, just enjoy being in the store in the shop. And uh, you know he did walk away with a little thing. And dude they, this is one thing that annoys me because he was watching. There's this guy called Randy's World, and it's this kid. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen it? I've seen these boxes in Walmart. It's just this kid. Mm-hmm. With his mouth wide open, mm-hmm. every single thing, and I'm like, "Who is this kid? Why does he have all these toys?" He has a YouTube channel with yes. like two million subscribers. That's insane. And the majority of his crap is open box unboxing videos, and then he, him and his parents do like these crappy skits. And my grandson threw a fit for an hour wanting one of those damn toys. And all it is is a boxing unboxing video aimed at like six-year-olds. And I looked it up just for grins and giggles to see, you know, I'm like, dude, no. So I just looked them up, and they're like $50 toys. And I'm like, I'm not, you're not getting a $50 toy just because. I'm like, that's like a, he's like, mom said I could have it for Christmas. I'm like, it's a $50 toy. It is a Christmas present, dude. It's not just a, hey, you're at Wampa's house, and, you know, we're hanging out and having a good time, and you get to get a toy. Well, whenever I see that stuff, it's at Walmart in the clearance section. Hmm. So I don't understand the business model behind that that whole line. I don't know. It's not Star Wars, so who cares? But I mean, it's just whatever. Right. I was talking to people today at the sh- at the store at the sw- whatever toy show today, and they were saying how Walmart is just weird because you'll have one Walmart that never gets stuff, and then you got the one Walmart that has it in for a day, and it goes to clearance. And yeah. what what one guy's theory was what he thinks happens is you have a scalper show up. And they buy the whole thing, and they take they buy all the figures, and then they take the display with them. So, when they get the new wave in, they don't get a display. So people go, "What am I?" The toy guys like, "What am I going to do with this?" And they're like, "Put it on the clearance. Put it on the clearance rack." And I don't know. Yeah, it, it's all dependent on the store clearance. Is all dependent on the store. That's why you'll see some WalMarts with. 70 percent off, and other ones are just ten percent off. It's just Walmart's weird. Yeah. Somebody in one of the pop groups posted that he had like a cart full of pops that they bought for a dollar a piece on clearance. So that's Walmart. 
Yay. Still, still not worth it for me. No. A dollar for a pop. They did have a lot of um, vintage collection stuff there today. Like did the they? new wave, yeah. The new stuff, though. The new stuff. Uh, yeah, I saw the Walmart exclusives today at, at Walmart. Um, they were pretty beat up. No Ewok, because that's the one that has a crease in it. I'm okay with the crease as it is, but if I could find one, exchange it, and replace it, then I would. Where's the crease at? It's in the middle of the card. It's tough to find. You, you really have to angle it. It came in a padded envelope, so I'm surprised. Oh, yours came in mine, like that. Yeah, okay. mine, mine did. I thought you were talking about just in general. No, 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 no. Mine did. I also got my retro collection from Hasbro Toy Shop, which was making me nervous because those have been on the store shelves for a while. Mm -hmm. They got shipped from Entertainment Earth, a big bad toy store, and I'm like, why is it taking so long for the actual manufacturers to send out their toy? Right. But I got it. Awesome. There was some there was some retro stuff. The Cara Dune stuff was somebody had a collect the uh, credit collection for like fifty bucks, the Cara Dune. And then somebody else had showed me a vintage collection of Cara Dune they paid like twenty bucks for and I'm like, you know, it's not bad. I, nah. I think the spike is over. I think it's all coming down. Things are settling. Especially for that figure. Right. People are over it. Um, but yeah, they were talking about like there was a G.I. Joe that one guy had bought, he found it, and he bought it just because people needed it, and like three days later, they're peg warmers. So that's the craziness of buying toys. Modern collecting. Yes. It's a different world. That's why I'm glad I don't do it. I buy what I like. I, I do want to get that Ewok for my wife, but I didn't buy it today. Probably should have since they had them. They were only like 15 bucks. That's not bad. I mean, it's only a couple bucks more. Right. You see it, you buy it. I should have, but I was trying to take your advice and not buy any more crap for her, because her birthday's... That wasn't my advice. That was my advice for the toy show. <laughs> my advice at the toy show is buy something for yourself. Because <laughs> I did spend a shit ton of money on her at that yeah. toy show. Dude, what do you want? Get something for yourself. You're so picky, though. I am. You gotta save... The, for the, you were looking for the perfect golden diamond encrusted figure for yourself or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's my problem. I've got too much crap. And I'm just waiting. I'm either waiting on the, the Back to the Future stuff or I'm waiting to find a Bill and Ted item or just something. Uh, and it's just it's hard when you get to where you have everything and, and you're in the prototypes or you're in the, you know, you're in the higher end stuff and you, know, you make a couple of purchases a year versus a bunch of purchases. Uh, but yeah, I'm trying to think what... No... I haven't gotten anything in a minute, which kind of sucks. But I did, uh, like I said last week during the Lego stuff, the Lego DeLorean I bought at Joe Fest was missing some pieces, so I was able to go on uh, Lego.com and find them and order them. So I don't know when those. They're like, it may take two months for us to get you this. So we'll see what happens. That was such a fun episode. Yeah. I had so many other questions I never got to. Storing Legos. How do you store them? Most people put them by color, then by size. And, you know, I, yeah. That's one of them. I've seen his his room, and it's so I think it's color and size, and he's got tubs of every color. But yeah, we'll have him back on here in a few months and ask more questions because he was a great interview. Thank you, Matthew. Yes, Matthew. That's a great interview. Matt, Matthew. Um. Yeah. Is there a major topic we wanted to talk about this week? I don't think so. We're just shooting the crap. Yeah, we're out smoking cigars. and I'm drinking. I'm not. I have water. Yeah. 
So uh, you already said that. Yeah. <laughs> What's uh? I mean, What's the in summer... this water that I forget that I've already said that? What uh? Well, you're not you're not gonna be at the summer social. I'm not. Which sucks. I'm so sad. It's gonna be a fun time next week. Sorry. I've I've moved on. I've gone through the stages of grief and and I'm uh, accepting. I've accepted my my lot in life. And it'll always be next time. Yeah, I did. Um, was talking to my wife last week, and I was like, "All right, these are my trips for 21 that I want to or 20 22." These are my trips. We got a trip planned. There's a uh, Mardi Gras parade. Uh, it's called Crew Chewbacca's. <laughs> Chewbacca's. So it's all, it's a sci-fi, walking sci-fi parade. And we found a bed and breakfast that is on the parade route. So we booked that. So we're going to go down there for that. Uh, and then I want to go, I want to make another trip to Galaxy's Edge. And then I'm like, I want to go to Celebration. And she's like, bye. So... Celebration looks like it's getting more and more in the awesome in the check mark. Got that extra bed. Yes. I'm about ready to buy my tickets. Is it too soon to buy tickets for flights? I don't know. I can you buy them this far out? I could. I almost did. Yeah. But then I had trouble with my credit with the the, the airlines, and so I had to raise hell, and they extended my COVID credit. So. And this is from America, from whatever, well, not American. What, is, is it American? It is American, yeah. I Maybe. was trying not to say, because they did make it right, so I didn't want to complain. But And my cousin, I, like, I didn't even want to complain on Facebook because my cousin's a pilot for them. Mm. But, um, yeah. Well, I've also learned the power of complaining on Facebook, because I, um, a few years ago, I got in a wreck, and the lady, like, disappeared for two weeks. Nobody knew where she was. She didn't. Her message didn't say, "Hey, I'm taking a two week vacation." Nothing. And she she finally calls me and she's like, "Oh yeah, I'll have your stuff ready, but I'm going on another vacation." So I complained on the website and with she stayed late the day, the day before she left and finished my stuff because I'm like, "Huh?" She made it right. She made it right. They made it right. Raise hell. But I had to, and it wasn't even that much hell. They were like, "Hey, message me." They literally pm'd me and were like what's your where you know give me your information and i had a phone call from the agent uh later that night with an offer so instead of waiting two weeks i went on facebook and complained <laughs> and got what i wanted got what you needed yeah i don't know if it's better to fly into lax which is like 40 minutes away from the convention but there's also john wayne but the john wayne airport i would have to fly to phoenix and have a 40 minute layover to the next flight and i'm like Based on my experience going to Syracuse through DC, you need it, a, yeah. If it gets delayed, I need more than forty minutes. Yeah, and here's what what irks me about Phoenix. They're not irks me, but I've gone to Phoenix, and now I'm realizing that that's where they shot Bill and Ted. And I was like, son of a gun, I had San Dimas. Yeah, I could have gone and seen all this where they shot all of Bill and Ted yeah. in Phoenix, and I just didn't didn't think about it. But yeah, if if I get back there. Get back, ever get back to Phoenix, Arizona? I'm gonna have to go check all that out. But yeah, a 40 minute layover is not enough time. Um, yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I know we've talked about it, and I've talked about it with another guy in the group that if I do get to go, I'm only gonna go to Celebration for one or two days, and then I got to go see California because I've never been. California traffic, uh, LA traffic, intimidates me. Mm -hmm. So I'm afraid, like if I pick a day to do stuff you know maybe it's better just to rent a car for five days i don't know instead of ubering because i've 
I, I don't like Ubering. Well, how far is the hotel from everything? Uh, the hotel is like 15 minutes away. I, I can walk that. That's not a problem. But I don't know the area. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing, like California. Who knows? Right. Well, I know, like, because the convention center is right across the street from Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, I, yeah. But this is, like, a couple blocks south. Okay. Looks like it'd be, like, a 15, 20-minute walk, which I can do. Yeah, that's no big deal. Especially if you got time, just start doing it. Put the time in now. Because, uh, it'll, it'll pay benefits. Because that's what I did with Disney. When I went to Disney, like, six months out, I started walking. And I wish I'd have kept it up. Because you need that stamina. Yeah. And you need it for celebration. Oh, and uh, uh, pro tip, never buy sneakers and then go to Disney. Always break them in. Mm-hmm. If you're going to buy sneakers and go to Disney, give yourself a month to break those shoes in. Yeah. You do a lot of walking. It's 20,000, 30,000 steps. Same thing at Celebration. I think I was hitting thirty or 40,000 steps at Celebration. Because I know in Orlando it felt like I parked like a mile away, and you have to walk, and then you're walking in celebration, and you're you know you're doing everything. And I hope it happens. Uh, and then I also I have a feeling because D23 is in Orlando this year, and it's always been in Anaheim, which is that's the big Star Wars. I mean not Star Wars, uh, Disney convention. Uh, and so I'm curious if now they're going to bring celebration to Orlando next time. I hope so. Which would be amazing. I could do that in a weekend. Yeah. And you don't have to. Say, I don't have to see Orlando because I've seen Orlando. So yeah. you could you could legitimately go and just spend time at Celebration. Tons of hotels because mm-hmm. it's a tourist place. So yeah. Have you been to California? I have not. No, we went to Vegas for our honeymoon, and we decided we had a choice of going to see the Pacific Ocean or the Grand Canyon. So we tried to go see the Grand Canyon. I don't blame you. Grand Canyon's amazing. But when we got there, did I never tell you this story? No. So, <laughs> so we rented a car. We decided to make a, a convertible. It was like late October. We had the top down. We, we were dri- It's four hours from Vegas to the Grand Canyon. We're driving, and we start going up in elevation. It's getting cold. We see you know snow on the ground, just, just a dusting, really. So we put the top up, and we keep going, and the... the snow gets deeper and deeper and we get to the canyon we get to the grand canyon national park it's 20 bucks to get in nobody's taking any money it's just like a maybe two feet in snow we're like what's going on why aren't they taking money so we get and we park get out of the car we can't see more than 10 feet out in front of us because of the fog oh man we drove four hours to see the canyon we couldn't see it because of fog wow and literally 10 feet away like that's we could see a tree kind of down <laughs> the canyon a little bit and it was about 10 feet away couldn't see the base we could see the top of it wow so that's womp my great yeah so maybe someday but. yeah it's a cool we did that uh we had gone to arizona to see my dad my dad lived out there my uh, dad and stepmom lived out there for a couple of years and we, we flew out there to see him one year and uh, we did a day trip well it was an overnight trip to the grand canyon and we did Sonoma, which another, yeah. If you go to Grand Canyon, you got to hit Sonoma, and it's cool because you're driving, instead of driving into it, you're driving through it, so you're looking up at all whatever. It's not the Grand Canyon, but I guess, if, you know, you're looking up at all the canyons and stuff. And it's, Someday I'll do it. Oh, 
I want to go back just because you don't appreciate it. You appreciate it, but you got to go see it a second time to really appreciate it and take it all in. I was thinking about like possible rides at Galaxy's Edge. The only other thing I came up with is some sort of walking tour of like a. Zoo. I know Disney wouldn't do a zoo. Maybe some sort of uh, what do you call those reserves where they have animals. Mm-hmm. So you can walk through and there's like a, a quote live dewback or maybe a live bantha and other creatures from around the galaxy. You can just walk through it. And I don't know if that's exciting, but. It would still be cool to be like, hey, I'm in front of a bantha. That would be awesome. Because there was actually the... Um, the walking ride. Yeah. Yeah, the walking creature, whatever it was. That, that was going to be a bantha or something. That would have been cool. I don't know. I think, I think they're going to get to an expansion, possibly at another park. They'll get to that point where they need to compete with, with Universal because it just seems like everything Disney's doing these days is in reaction to what Universal's doing. Paid fast passes... Ever since Butterbeer came around, Disney's like, what do we do? Right. How do we keep up? And it's like, you guys are leading the pack. Recognize that. If you start looking at Universal, people are going to be like, well, Universal's leading the pack now. Mm-hmm. Now they're building this new park, so Disney's going to be like, well, we got to build a new park. Yeah. So, build Tatooine. Yeah, do it. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I've heard rumors that they want to do, like, a villain's theme. Uh, park. That, that rumor is like 20 years old. Oh, okay, well, never mind then. The rumor was that they wanted to do something like Islands of Adventure, mm. which is more for teens. So this villain park would be roller coasters and more exciting stuff rather than the dark slow rides and boat rides. Mm-hmm. But then Disney's like, well, we don't want to do that because we're leaving out the little kids. Right. Parents are going to come to this park. They're going to say... My child is too small to ride this roller coaster. My child is too small to ride this and that. So what was the point? I want my money back. And that's not a scenario Disney wants. Right. Disney just wants your money. They want to keep it. And everybody's struggling. But, yeah. Well, you look at what Universal... Universal's always kind of been... It, or it feels like it's more of a teenage park or more an adventurous park uh, than Disney was. And, and I've had... When I went to... Last time I went to Universal was Black Friday. And... They had all the characters out, walk roaming the park, and it was to me that was that was awesome. I had you know it was it made my day, and it was only like a half an hour out of my day. But they had all the characters set up, and uh, they had the whole Scooby Doo gang. They had Beetlejuice, and they had Doc Brown running around, and that made my day. Getting to hang out with Doc Brown. So here's here's a topic. Five, yes. Five favorite things. We don't have to rank them. All right. From Galaxy's Edge. Number one, well, you don't have to rank them. We don't rank them. It's it's uh, top of my head would be Savvy's, Oga's. Well, but you gotta tell why. Okay, Savvy's just because Savvy's lightsaber is just they did it right. Yes, it's now two hundred and twenty dollars, but I can justify spending that two hundred and twenty dollars because you're walking out with the lightsaber with the blade with an experience. Yes, the experience is part of the experience right yeah <laughs> i mean well I, I was getting to the experience yeah. but i i got to justify the money first then yeah. you got the experience because yeah. you're getting a pin which is a fit probably a 15 or 20 dollar pin uh you're getting the lightsaber which to me is about a hundred maybe a hundred it, it, it i don't think it's built the build quality of the lightsabers you get at docks um but you're getting the lightsaber so let's say it's a hundred dollar lightsaber 
the blade's another fifty dollars because that's what they charge at docks. So you're at one hundred and fifty dollars, one hundred and seventy dollars with the pin, and then you get the sheath, which they don't have to give you the sheath. That's another twenty thirty dollars. Yeah. Which is the cheapest sheath? Don't it's, don't put trust into that thing because the thing will tear. Mm-hmm. It's literally made to get you home. It, you don't walk. You you put it on your back, and it may you, if you get through the park day with it, you did good. Yeah, because uh, it is. It's made cheap. It's basically a pool neuter and, and tw- pool. <laughs> it's the beer and cigar talking. It's a pool noodle inside of like some cheap um, material, mesh almost material, and yeah, it's made to make it home. And and then you've got the twenty minute experience, which to me a twenty minute experience at Disney World that you pay for, you're gonna pay fifty bucks for that, if not more. Uh, and it's just it it it's right where it, it it's perfect. You know, you you've got the you know I don't want to spoil it, but they they did a great job theming it. They did you know if you get a good uh, cast member that's leading the experience, it's it's awesome. Uh, the only thing that kind of got me out of the the whole thing is right when um, when they when they open it up to build your lightsaber, there's like f- what five or six gatherers in there, and they all quote the same thing. And it just that got me out of the experience for a minute, yeah. but you got to bring yourself back into right, it real right. fast, and, and you got to take your time because they will. It's just like with the droid building; they'll rush you through it. But <laughs> if you're just like, no, I'm going to take my time, they, you know, they they, they have no choice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, number one is savvy, or right off the top of the bat is savvy's. Do you want to go, or you want me to just list them all? I can go. Yeah, go. But, but to add to that. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're going to Savvy's, they break you up in group, and then they give your group a card, similar to the Smuggler's Run card. Mm-hmm. And my wife saw that on Facebook. She said, what's that? I'm like, that's the card they give you at Savvy's. Well, why aren't you making that? I'm like, come on, don't. Yeah, I eventually, <laughs> but the Smuggler Run cards just broke me. That was a year-long process. I'm not ready to make other cards. Maybe I'll do a limited run, but. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm gonna go with uh, seeing the Falcon for the first time. That was holy crap—a full-size Falcon. You know, you feel weak in the knees. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's there. It lights up. It, the engines blast every so often. It's uh, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, you know, you can make it smoke with the uh, play app. You can do stuff. Make it do stuff. Yeah. And I haven't seen it because I've been so like. There's so much to see at Galaxy's Edge, but there's a hidden Falcon on the Falcon. All right. You didn't see it? I haven't seen it yet. I know where it is. Okay. I thought there was like 20 hidden Falcons or five hidden Falcons throughout the land. But, yeah. Budget cuts, I guess. Yeah, probably. They couldn't afford a $50 Falcon. Fake resin Falcon. Right. But that would be my number one. Yeah, that was... First thing that comes to mind. Yeah, I have to echo that, seeing the Falcon for the first time, because... You do round the corner, and my, I knew it was coming, or I didn't know it, because you get out of, of uh, Ronto Roasters, and you round the corner right by Doc Ondors, and right when you get around the corner, you just catch a glimpse of the Falcon, and my wife actually has a picture of me seeing just that glimpse of the Falcon, and it just stops you in your tracks, yeah. and tears are flowing. I've got sunglasses on, but you can tell it, tears are flowing, because <laughs> it just, yeah, because it is, it's the first time they have never made a one-to-one Falcon. 
complete one-to-one -one Falcon. Yeah, and they say that's the definitive Falcon. But I'm like, what else are they going to use it for now? The Skywalker saga's over. Right. So, like, what more media are they going to use for that? But anyways. I think that whole experience with the Falcon and, and with the, the Smuggler's Run and going into the, into the, the room and the, the theming of that whole ride. The ride itself sucks. But, I mean, if you compare one to the other... Uh, because if you get somebody that don't know what they're doing as a pilot, it ruins your experience. Yeah, Disney's weird about... They have these digital, for lack of a better word, video games. Like The Smuggler's Run and um, the Toy Story Midway Mania. Mm -hmm. And the whole appeal to this thing was that they could do quick and easy um, overlays. Right. So Christmas time, they can have some sort of Christmas-themed Toy Story game. And Halloween time, they never did that. Right. It's almost like uh, the ride's done. We're moving on to the next thing, and that's what I'm afraid is going to happen with the Smuggler's Run ride. Is they were pitching we're going to have three different rides. You never know what's going to happen or which ride you're going to get. And we're two years into it now. Granted, there was a a pandemic which slowed everything down and shifted all the focus for Disney. But I, I don't think we're ever going to get the other rides that they said we were going to get. Yeah. The other different overlays. I. I yeah, that, that kind of was, to me, the bad part about... It was a blessing and a curse with Smuggler's Run because you could, uh, once you rode it a few times, you know what's coming up. Uh, and then you still forget what's coming up in it. What's your next one? I'd have to say Docs. If I'm going to... It would be Savvy, yeah. you got. We already said the Falcon, so it, it would be Docs just because of the uh, Easter eggs in that place. You, you, everything's expensive in there, but you know you go in there and you find some cool stuff. They've got the the Yoda uh, light. There's stuff that you can't find anywhere else in the world except for in there. Uh, I now, well, since the pandemic, they opened it up and started putting it in uh, Disney Springs, uh, so you can get the stuff there now. Which I don't blame Disney for because they got to make money. Yeah. You know, they can't open the park, but they can open Disney Springs, right. and you can go buy it. Uh, but it's just full of Easter eggs. That whole that whole place is. You go in there and you can spend an hour just looking at all the walls. And you can mess with Doc, which uh, apparently if you yell at him and tell him there's a bug, he doesn't like that and he'll react to you. Uh, and I did get him to jump up one time. And, and it, it, was, it did kind of, when they uh, were doing the concept art of it, they had said that you could deal with Doc and try making deals with him, and you can't. He yeah, just, I thought you could buy anything on the wall, like... Yeah, the blue sky thinking has kind of crashed, and now it's just, you, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to go with the cantina itself, Olga's. I love seeing Rex up there being reprogrammed and how he, like, I've mentioned this before, how he turns into Star Tours mode every so mm -hmm. often, and how they have, like, uh, more Figure and Dan music, and just the whole experience of that, that bar is, is pretty fun. Yeah, the only thing I didn't like about Doc, about Olga's, is every time I went in there, it was like 50 bucks. Because, you you know, I was with my wife, and you buy two drinks. You each buy two drinks, because that's, you, that's your max. And they're $15 a piece. So you're at 50 bucks if you buy two drinks. and uh, But it's cool. It, it, I love... Olga's was great. Uh, the only thing I don't like is you can't walk around. Yeah. You, you know, they've set you... But, you know, you, they got to control crowd control. So once you sit down, you're there. That's yeah. all you can do. Yeah. Um, I did, when I did Extra Magic Hours, that one time, I, I just walked into Oga's and just sat there and ordered a coffee because I wanted a coffee. And uh, they wouldn't give me a refill. 
It's like a $4 coffee. You're not going to give me a refill? It's You're charging me $4 for something that cost you 20 cents, and you're not going to give me a refill. It's no different than Starbucks, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Starbucks don't do it either. But, yeah, Ogre is, is cool. Uh, what What else? I haven't seen Rise, so I can't say anything. I can't quote Rise. I would do that as one of mine. Mm-hmm. So that would be three for me. But Rise of Resistance is a pretty incredible ride when it's working. Yeah. Uh, my daughter did send me a, a thing. She's like, they're getting rid of the uh, virtual queue. And then you read, and it's like, VIP tour starting tomorrow, which is the 11th. If you do a VIP tour, they'll let you on Rise. But then you realize a VIP tour is like 400 bucks an hour. Yeah. Gosh. So what would be my next? Uh, I did like Docking Bay 7. That was cool. Did you have you been where you can go inside and sit and eat and I don't think I've been in there now. Okay. Is that about it? <laughs> That's about it. I mean, truthfully, it well, and then there's also well, Docking Bay 7's cool because it's set up like a docking bay and and you're you're sitting in there and it's themed to be like a truck stop type thing, but it's for ships. So you're in there and there's ships of you know, taking off around you and stuff and uh, the theming in there is pretty cool because they do have the, uh, you know, like ice buckets full of, of fish and stuff hanging on the wall and the crates all over the place. You're sitting on a crate when you eat. Uh, the food there is all right, but then I went to uh, the ABC commissary and I'm like, it's the same food. They just themed it for Star Wars. So what I'm sensing from this conversation, and I think I'm realizing Galaxy's Edge is good, not great. Yes. Could have been great if they'd gone through with what they said. Right. And I, I've been uh, going back to Harry Potter World. I, HBO Max, and I didn't realize that they put the Harry Potter movie. So I've been to Harry Potter World twice and had no reference to it. And I'm like, this is cool, but I, I don't get any of the references. So I watched the first three Harry Potter movies, and now they're not on HBO Max because I guess it was only on there for June. And I thought they'd be on there forever or at least for longer. So I didn't must you know if I'd have known it was only for June I would have pushed through and watched them all, uh, and I'm getting now I'm like okay there's and I watched the first one and Diagon Alley was on there for like ten minutes and I'm like they made a whole theme park around Diagon Alley for something that's in the, the in the movie for ten minutes. Yep. And it was like I'm getting now I'm getting the horror the train and I'm like oh now I know why you walk through the 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 brick wall and now you know you're understanding everything now and. Yeah, they... Universal beat you guys, Disney. <laughs> Universal kicked your butt when it came to... Uh... And you're so worried about what they're doing that you didn't do the right thing for your own park. Mm-hmm. I really, you know, harking back on our, ep- our first episode together was the fact that they they offered you a thousand percent of something and they gave you like 500 percent of something. That's right. That's one of our first episodes. Yeah. We're, retre- we're retreading. Yeah. But we've kind of come around where I think it was pretty incredible in the first episode. The second one, we're like, well, second time around. Well, maybe it's not as good as we thought. You're right. But I still want to go back. And I still Disney. I love Disney. And I want to go back. Hollywood Studios is my favorite park. Uh, they did It did lose the appeal, you know, because it was a working studio at one time. And they had the Backlot Tour, which is cool. And, uh, you know... The rock and roller coaster is is all right. Toy Story World is good. 
uh, Slinky Dog Dash for what it is is a is a really fun roller coaster. The Toy Story Mania is fun, but I rode Toy Story Mania once and I was like, I, I I'm done. I don't. I, I could ride it again, but yeah. I wanted to go ride Tower of Terror. So Tower, I went to Tower to see Tower of Terror. So my son's getting to the point where he loves video games, and, mm-hmm. and Midway Mania is a video game, and so now it's a competition between us. And my okay. arm hurts after Midway Mania because I am doing everything I can to score points. Because mm-hmm. you have to pull a string. Right. So you just pull, 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 and your arm will hurt. Your fingers will hurt because there's a little ball that you have to kind of pinch between your fingers on, with rope. And you just pull that ball. So my, my hands always hurt after that. Yeah. But it, it's a cool ride. The thing, and going back to Midway Mania, you have control over what's happening around you, but... They kind of force your hand at what you see, and they it, they could have done something very similar to the to uh, Smuggler's Run, I think, or they could have the CMs could have been like, oh, there's a five year old, you know, pilot. I'm gonna hit a button, and the five year old would think that they're driving, or you know, oh, you really want to fly just because they did the same thing with the gunners. If you don't want to do it, hit a button, and you can just sit and watch the ride. Yeah, and they should have done something like that with the pilots. But I, I thought, yeah. And, and the theming of the theming, there's so many Easter eggs throughout that whole park. You know, if you're a Star Wars fan, it, it's worth going to just because there's so much stuff to see. There's crates all throughout the land of, of things and you know, things to see, uh, you know, weapons. And uh, there's Boba Fett's backpacks and one of the things and stuff from Endor is there. Uh, you know, like I said, Doc Ondor's got a freaking Wampa, stuffed Wampa in there. <laughs> And, and yeah, it, it was a bummer, but I did spend four days. I, you know, we were there for a week, and I spent four days in Galaxy's Edge when I was there, just to get it all. And I wish I would have kind of taken a back, taken a taken a step back, and just enjoyed it while I was and looking at everything. And it's like everywhere you turn, there's stuff to see, which is cool with Galaxy's Edge. But it is, it's to me, it's like four hours and you're done. Yeah. Yeah, four hours is good enough for Galaxy's Edge. That's a good evening. It's beautiful at night. Oh my god. But, yeah. And it's cool because you can, if you're at the Falcon when they do the. Well, in, in Disneyland, it's better because the fireworks go off behind the Falcon versus Disney World where they go off in front of the Falcon. Uh, so you at least see the. You know, you get to see the lights, but you don't get to see the fireworks. You know, and. and I don't think they've done it to where people are walking around again. They, they're still doing the, the social distancing with the cast members. You know, I, I think they could have done a better job with... I mean, Vi's fun, but who the hell's Vi? You don't know who she is unless you read the book. Right. And the book is good, but it's a 300-page advertisement for Galaxy's Edge. And it's like this... If they would have done what they did in the book, which I think the book was basically setting up Rise of Resistance... Um, you know, as far as the caverns and stuff in Rise of the Resistance, but if they would have done stuff in the, in the book, like done a pa- back passageway, because you go to in Harry Potter world, there's a back passageway, and you're in like the bad part of town, and uh, you know they have a, a a shop that's kind of dark, you know, like the bad shop, the bad juju shop at, at, in Harry Potter world where you buy all the dark stuff. They could have done that real easy in Galaxy's Edge, and they didn't. Yeah, there's so much they could have done, but I don't know. I'm complaining. 
the complaining episode. Right. It's not supposed to be that way. No. It's supposed to be positive. Go to Galaxy's Edge. Don't 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 go because we're complaining about it. But just know what you're getting into when you go. I guess is what I'm saying. I think what else is there to talk about that's not complaining? I mean, Boca Boba Fett. I mean, put Boba Fett into that land, but we're here. What? Mid July, almost mid July. Right. September, October, we should start seeing a trailer for something in December. Yeah. We're only a couple months Woo. away from the launch of Book of Boba. They're going to have to do, they're going to have to take, and what they did with Galaxy's Edge is they put it canon in between 8 and 9. They have to step that back. Yeah. Which I thought was cool, and being a Star Wars fan, because you, like, you, you take a step back, and I looked at my wife, and she was just like, I'm like, you realize we're canon right now? And she's like, what's canon? <laughs> I'm like, we're in the Star Wars universe. We are basically canon. You know, we are... I am canon now. Right. I am Star Wars. <laughs> right. You are Star Wars when you're in Galaxy's Edge. And she's just like, that's nice. Did you ever hear the E.T. is a Jedi? Mm-mm. You never heard that E.T. Jedi theory? Nuh-uh. Because when he comes to Elliot, I mean, he, he pulls things up from the ground just seemingly like he's mind over matter, which could be the Force. Mm-hmm. Um... He uh, appears in episode one mm. when he in ET when he passes Yoda, the Force thing comes on oh, and he says yeah. home home. So ET knows Yoda, which means ET <laughs> is a Star Wars story, <laughs> which means somehow Universal now owns Star Wars. Somehow ET left the galaxy far far away. That species has survived and is now in earth kind of land it's our galaxy so it exists somewhere out there i think that's what et's telling us Jeez. never thought about that no because they you know about the cameo in episode one right right yeah so yeah because he's they're a bunch of they're in the senator senator Senate, room the senate scene yeah have you ever rode the ety ride at universal yes that would be such a fun ride if i got high well when we were we were kids i mean we were good kids, so we didn't do anything bad. Mm-hmm. So this is the this is our our level of bad. <laughs> so we're getting into the ride, and they ask you your name, and they give you a card. This is all before like fast pass, uh, uh, magic bands and stuff. And they're like, "What's your name?" I'm like, "Jason," and my brother is Todd. What's your name? He goes, "George." I'm like, "Dude, you can't do that. It's not your name." And he's just like, "Shut up, shut up." So we get to the part where ET is saying goodbye to everyone. Bye, Jason. Bye, George. We thought we were. We thought it was so funny. We were so bad. That's our level of bad. We were good kids growing up. We didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, and it, it, you you ride that ride now, and it's like 20, 30 years old. However, it was it's the only ride left at Universal that was there when it opened. Right. And it's just so bad. It's like going to Monster. Uh, no, it's not called Monster Plantation anymore at Six Flags. What is it called now? I don't know, but whatever that Monster Plantation it ride is. is, is it still Monster Mon- Mansion? Well, okay, Monster Mansion. Still Monster Mansion. Right, but it was called Monster Plantation. Oh, oh we got rid of that. They got rid they of that. Rid of the plantation word. <laughs> right. You thought they wanted to get rid of Slave One when Plantation was <laughs> they right there. Plantation. Yeah. I love Monster Plant Monster Mansion. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the ride, there's a giant truck horn. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is that supposed to scare me? <laughs> As I'm exiting this ride, it's just a loud, annoying sound. Right. Well, I went to... And it smells like... It smells old. It smells fungal. 
It smells woodsy. None of the technology works anymore. Six Flags is not investing any money. I love that ride. Oh, there was only one reason why you rode on Monster Plantation as a teenager with your girlfriend. It's a dark ride, and it was a reason to make out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I caught on. <laughs> I guess you can't see my face on a podcast, but I caught on what you are going with that. Right. And you are sitting right next to me. I'm not kissing you. No, you're not. Please don't. Oh, there is the kissing monster. There, there. is. I haven't been to Six Flags in forever because I, I want to go to Universal because they got roller coasters and I want to ride those roller coasters. But I think, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could stand at the end of the day. Yeah, the Batman ride because we did this two years ago. The Batman ride was hurting my back. Mm. And, I mean, Six Flags doesn't have the greatest safety record. Right. There's one, the Goliath, mm-hmm. where it's just like a, it's a very tall roller coaster and it's just a lap bar that's securing you. And my daughter, who was nine at the time, was tall enough, but it scared the crap out of me mm-hmm. that she was just going to fly out of that seat because I know their safety record. And when you sit down and eat food at lunchtime, there's a message that comes on that says, we have a great safety record here at Six Leg. I'm like, you need to tell me in your park that you got a great safety record. <laughs> that is not reassuring me right now that you have a great safety record. I am afraid of my next ride. <laughs> Yeah, my, my daughter-in-law doesn't like Universal for that reason because my son works there, and she's like, these guys are working 10, 12-hour shifts that are working on the roller coasters, and they're working at night, and, and you know, it's just, you're working a 10- or 12-hour shift, so how much sleep are you really getting? <laughs> and she's like, I, I, I just don't trust it. No, it is scary. You are putting your faith into people. But I gotta say that new the Jurassic Park uh, Velocicoaster looks amazing. I haven't seen anything. I'm trying to stay clean on that one. I've seen a ride through and that oh. <laughs> the Fast and the Furious one. Oh my god! I haven't Vin re- Diesel's like <laughs> I haven't read in it. I've seen I've seen video. Mm-hmm. Vin Diesel jumps off a car and he lands on a helicopter. But someone pointed out he is the same size as the helicopter. <laughs> He's holding on to like the railing that's underneath the helicopter, and huh. he is the same size as it. And that's, it's like, no, that's come on, get a real helicopter. Uh, and maybe there's a reason why that that ride has like no weight. Because nobody likes it. Yeah. I did hear somebody on one of the podcasts that I listened to said that he rode the coast. He rode that ride with a group of kids that talked that had ridden it so much they were they knew it. And they were like talking along with the ride, and it made the ride better because these kids were making fun of it. Yeah, making fun of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a good sign. Mm-mm. It's all projection, and it's just. But I mean, that's what also it's smart on Universal's part doing all that projection stuff because they can change that that ride out real fast. <laughs> put something else. Yeah, put something else. <laughs> and they do. Have, I want to see that Jason Bourne. They've got a, a Jason Bourne stunt show that's supposed to be insane now. Uh, that you're apparently the audience is the camera, and they, it's either you don't move, but every the action moves around you and stuff, and it's supposed to be pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, that's not Star Wars, though. No. It's not Star Wars. But who cares? We're going on here. We're yeah. Just, I have that in the back of my head when we get off topic. Like mm-hmm. it's not Star Wars because there's podcasts where. Like the office ladies, they do deep dive into things that are not related to the office, and you're just like, 
I don't care about fruit flies, ladies. I want to know about the thought behind this episode. <laughs> we also like The Office, too. I do. We haven't gotten on a tangent of The Office yet. No. And we haven't done a Back to the Future tangent yet, either. No. Just because we haven't gotten there. It's not October 15th, or October 5th, November 5th, 1955. Is it November 5th or October 26th is Back to the Future Day? Is Yeah, it's October... November 5th is the day he goes back in time. Right. It's October 25th, right? October 26th is the day that 1985. Someone pointed out 1985 is just as far as 1955 was to 1985 today. Right. Which is insane. Yes. That if we were to travel back in time today, it would be 1985. That's weird. Yes. And then people, attack, you know, you see the memes, because I, I, I graduated in 93, and people were like, the 90s are 30 years ago. And I'm like, no! We're getting old. Yeah. I got back pain. <laughs> I hurt all the time, man. I got freaking, yeah. Just you wake up and you hurt. Got old people issues, and it sucks. Well, I got chest cavity issues where I can crack the ribs. And I think I dislocated it at one point. So I can crack my chest, but I also think I have some sort of arthritis because I get chest pains. But mm. I can tell that it's like right here at my rib. Mm. It's not anything underneath. But I always get paranoid. Is this a heart attack? Is this it? Is this the big one? <laughs> no, just take some Aleve and you'll be fine, dude. Right. You know it's bad when you when like you go to celebration or you go to a con or you go to a theme park and you're on an aspirin regimen just to make it through <laughs> the day. <laughs> But I, I did that at, when we did Disney. You wake up, you pop a cup of aspirin, you pop a cup of aspirin at lunchtime, and you pop a cup of aspirin when you go to bed. It's not good. It's not, but it... There's one ride at Six Flags here that is in the back of the park. It's a wooden roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And I felt like my spine was about to separate. Yeah. I just, please, God, let me make it to the end of this ride because it just jerks you all over the place and the tracks are no longer... I mean, that's the thing with wooden roller coasters is they swell and they sweat and they move and expand and contract and they change so the wheels aren't exactly parallel anymore and the thing's rattling around and my back is hurting and I'm like, my God. Yeah, is... they, when, uh, when I used, because I, when I was 16, this was one of the good things about living 20 minutes or an hour, 45 minutes an hour from a theme park. When you're 16, you go buy a season pass and you got nothing to do on a Tuesday. You wake up and go, and that that roller coaster they would run it backwards one summer or for a few weeks or whatever. And that was pretty cool riding it backwards. But yeah, you you just how the hell did I do that? We went to Whitewater two weeks ago uh-huh. on a Sunday, and that was scary because no one was wearing masks. And I'm like, here in Georgia, sixty percent of this population is not vaccinated. And 100% of this population is not wearing a mask right now. Mm-hmm. Everyone was close. Everyone was in the water together. Who knows what viral organism is swimming around that water. So much in my mind that day. <laughs> I left early. I, I did like three rides. I'm like, that's that's good enough. I'm, I'm out. Yeah, I've never done white water. I'm not a, I'm not a uh, water park person. I don't like water parks. I think it's because you got to wear water shoes or you're walking around barefoot and you're on concrete it's just not fun. I, I do want to do Volcano Bay, which is Universal's, because apparently they did something. There's some kind of technology that there's no concrete, so you everything cool. There's nothing that that you won't burn your feet. 
They did something. Oh. Yeah, it's a special concrete that they developed, which doesn't absorb heat, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. It is a specialized thing that they've... I think um, one of the universal, uh, Disney parks has it too. Mm-hmm. Blizzard Beach, which is my favorite. Blizzard Beach is my favorite. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is the theme park episode. Yeah! That's what we'll call it. Theme park. Theme park 101 or something. Man, I loved when I lived in Orlando collecting all the Star Tour action figures. I thought that was so cool. This is before the Droid Factory. Mm-hmm. I mean, Matt was talking about it last week. He was collecting all of them. I, I've heard... Uh, Jake Stevens, who runs Forlan Tazakis, he would do the same thing where he would just go in and buy all the protocol droids and all the astromech droids, but they, back in the day, Hasbro released Star Tours that looked exactly like the line they were releasing for the action figures, so I have all the Star Tours figures, and I, I love those. I like, actually, I like Star Tours. That's a fun ride. I remember, you know, back when, in the 90s, you that was all the Star Wars you had was Star Tours. That's all. You had to go to Florida to see it. And going into the... You know, first time I walked into the uh, gift shop, I was like... Star Traders. Yeah. So Tatooine Traders was... That's the bomb. Yeah. They that, had to drag me out of there. My family was, was just happening. like, dude, you've been in there for like 45 minutes. It's time to go. I could spend another 45. Right, Leave I'm me like, alone. I'm not done, man. <laughs> Look at all the Star Wars stuff. I haven't seen used, this much Star Wars stuff. used to be a walk-on stuff. ride, too. And now that Star Wars is popular again, it's not a walk-on ride. But there was a time before Disney bought um, Star Wars that I, I did that ride three times in a row. Started to get motion sickness, but it was every time you'd go on it, it'd be a different ride. Yeah. Now they've kind of locked in that it's very specific. You're usually going to get some sort of Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker thing. Sometimes you might get the the um, the whole scene in the Last Jedi when they're going through the crate. And you got the red crystallized stuff. That was a nod to Star Tours when you go through the asteroid, and it was the comet. It was all this, the icicles. You would kind of go through the giant icicles mm-hmm. that was brought over to to the Last Jedi, but it was red icicles, basically red crystals. Mm-hmm. So that's a nod to Star Tours. Nice. And you did you notice on Smuggler's Run, there is the uh, spaceship, whatever that ride, you know, whatever that ride vehicle is. Star Speeder? The Star Speeder is in Smuggler's Run. Yeah. That is the one good thing Disney does is they do they do give nods to a lot of stuff. And there's a lot of there's a lot of Easter eggs throughout that whole park. Everything Disney is. Did you see that uh, video over this past weekend of a colonel, I think it was up in Michigan, where they had that swinging pirate ship that kind of oh goes up. It goes down, it goes up and down, and it started to shake where it looked like it was about to tip over and everybody started running to hold the ride down and in the back of my mind I can hear the carny going that's not my job I just work here <laughs> I mean no disrespect to people from the south but it's not my job I, I, ma'am I just work here I don't I just turn the ride on well there's something about a ride run by people who are missing teeth and have jailhouse tattoos that you just don't trust it it's uh, my, my my sister-in-law met her ex-husband at a carnival so she was a carny for a minute my wife tells me stories about stuff and i'm just like wow yeah because apparently their rooms they take 18 wheeler bed or 18 wheeler trailers and convert them into bedrooms and that's how these people live I'm like yeah <laughs> i'll go to disney thank you yeah 
I'll go to Disney where you have people, where you have interns running the rides. And the rides have been uh, uh, cemented into the ground. They've got their, what do they call them, pile drivers that go deep into the ground so that that ride's not going anywhere. Right. It's not shaking. (laughs) Gosh, it's so scary. Yeah. But carnies were fun. It's been a minute since I've done that, too. I mean, I mean, no disrespect to people who work at carnivals. Right. But at the same time, I do. Yeah, there's something weird about being on a ride that was on a bag of an 18-wheeler <laughs> the day before. Yeah, just assembled that morning. <laughs> Come on up. Is it supposed to be shaking like that? Yeah, we give it some play. <laughs> It's meant to do that. Right. No, it's not. You just need to tighten those bolts over there and that one. And maybe that one and this one. The old fair, the carnival. Um, speaking of like roller coasters and stuff, uh, there's a band, Fozzie, that their latest video, they were on a roller coaster. And apparently they rode the roller coaster like six or seven times. And you can, there's scenes, there's shots where you can just tell the band is not having fun. Because he's singing while he's on this roller coaster. And it's just, you can look at him and you're like, they are not having fun on that roller coaster. No, no, no. So excited about the summer social? Yes, I am. I'm looking forward to it. It's always fun. Those, those those socials are always they're always you know we just step it up for those those uh, events and yeah, we're doing a, a Friday night get together like a pregame Friday night and then doing a uh, Sunday Saturday is gonna be just all freaking day I think we're actually gonna take separate cars so my wife can look at me and wave goodbye yeah see you in the morning yeah pretty much gonna be one of those you'll be exhausted you're gonna need a week to recover from the weekend that's like this weekend it's been crazy because i did we did a went to a concert last night saw mark martell who does freddie mercury who did they did queen for like three hours last night in downtown woodstock and then i did a toy show this morning and now we're hanging out tonight and then i got band practice tomorrow and then next weekend, I've got the summer social. So my weekend, yeah, July, my wife is like, there's nothing going on in July. And I'm like, wait a minute. Don't recalibrate. Yeah, July, we got a lot of crap going on. Because you're having a party at the end of the month, and yep. it's my wife's birthday on the 24th. So July, our weekends are full. My son, his birthday's on the 24th. He wanted a PlayStation just so he could play the Spider-Man game. I'm like, dude... And we gave it to We ordered it at the beginning of the month. Mm-hmm. And I already gave it to him because I'm like, he, his birthday's the 24th. School starts August 2nd. He's going to high school, so I know he's going to be busy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I'm going to give you your present early. Just don't complete it in a week because he's been known to buy a game or get a game, and then two days later he's done. Right. So I bought the PlayStation. I bought the game. Just extend it out, man. Don't beat it all in a week. And he's beaten it already. Oh. But it's one of those games, it's an open world game, so you can just fly around as Spider-Man and do other things. And It was a very expensive game, because <laughs> I had to buy the system for it. Yeah, and the, are those games like 70, 80 bucks? This one was on sale, 
And it's also been out for a while. Mm. Target was running a sale, so I got it for 30 bucks. Mm. Sorry, I have to reply to my stepmom. And then the next episode is going to be a little bit different because of all the stuff that's going on. And I've already pre-recorded part of it. I've got to finish it. Do you have any thoughts on Solo, a Star Wars story? Uh, yes. That was actually... After I got... Uh, hold on, let me... Glad you're home. So I'm doing a deep dive deep on dive. Solo, the Star Wars story next week. Star, uh, Solo, the... Ah, shit, hold on. Where am I going? Solo, after I got used of not Han Solo... Being Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. It was a great movie. It took me about ten minutes to get over that. And it, right next to... It's a notch below Rogue One. And I think Rogue One just wins because you were going in there knowing you're not going to see anybody. Yeah. Which is why I say Disney's... In the Disney era, the best Star Wars stories are not ones that involve the Skywalkers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was talking to a guy today about it. And he's like, I don't like any of the prequels. And I'm like, I think they messed up on the prequels because they needed to either take Han, Luke, and Leia and put them in a corner somewhere and just not mention... Maybe mention them once or twice. You mean the sequels? The sequels, yes. Yes, I'm sorry, the sequel trilogy. Um... So they needed to take you know, Skywalker characters and put them in a corner and maybe mention them or make them the focus, not put them in the middle. And yeah. they put Disney puts them right in the middle, which to me just ruined. They didn't ruin it, but <clears throat> you were going expecting to see Han, Luke, and Leia, and you caught glimpses of them. Well, J.J. was saying every time he brought Luke into the script, the story was about the attention leaves Rey and Finn, and it's all about Luke. Which to me, I say, okay. That's what we wanted. That's what we want. And part of me was like, because I read the EU, and Leia was a badass Jedi. And you you finally, at Rise of Skywalker, see Leia being, you get a glimpse of the training. And you're like, yeah, she was a badass. And you you know, those five minutes or whatever it was, that one scene was great. And it's like, that's what we wanted to see. Even though we know Carrie Fisher couldn't have done it. Yeah. You know, maybe they could have done more of an Obi-Wan thing with them being training a little bit more or something. I, I, I don't know what the right thing to do. Maybe, you know, I hate to say recast them, but maybe recast them as younger guys if they couldn't have done the stunts or done stunts with them. Or, you know, because I'm, I'm sure they could have done something and, you know, Leia could have been a badass Jedi, just had somebody do the stunts. I don't know what the right answer was. I, I really, truthfully think they should have gone and done the Thrawn, Thrawn trilogy as the uh, yeah the sequel. Trilogy. I had I had uh, an appraiser come today because re- refinancing, and he's a Star Wars fan. He said the exact same thing. He was a little upset when when they said something along the lines of, you know, we didn't have material like Marvel to pull from, and he's just like, you have all these books, yeah, pull from the books. Disney didn't want to do it. They wanted to start their own canon. Which I understand because um, you know, it, well, it did get to be a cluster when you have all those that source material that you're having to cross-check. And As Star Wars fans, we're like, wait a minute. Go back to this page 35, p- 
paragraph three, <laughs> word five. Like, it it's, didn't, the, it's, like it's the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, you're all right, man. Don't forget Zon chapter seven, verse three. Right. Thrawn. <laughs> Dude, I am still, man. I, I am. I had to put the last, the middle book of the Thrawn trilogy down because I got the High Republic book, and I'm just, I'm digging that High Republic, man. Good. Yeah, it is some Again, good storytelling. Non Skywalker stuff. They're doing great. Yeah. Although one of my goals now is to get the Thrawn trilogy first print. You have that. Yes. But I want it. And they're all autographed. Well, <laughs> I have the Ghost Lego version, so yes. take that. Shots fired. <laughs> Blasters fired. <laughs> I don't know which I'd rather have. Because it is, it's sitting on a shelf, and you can't really tell that they're autographed unless you dig them out and be like, hey, I've got these autographs. Those books are so special. Mm -hmm. That's all we have. You don't... Whew, you youngins don't know how, how lucky you are, because, you know, back in high school, we got made fun of for being Star Wars fans. That's the other thing. Like, my son... My, my daughter had a friend up in Syracuse who came over... And she thought my son Harrison was so cool because he knew everything about Star Wars. I'm like, I would have been made fun of if I was outwardly saying, oh, you don't know anything about lightsabers. Lightsabers are pretty cool. You know, Luke's got a green one and a blue one, and Darth Vader's is red. Girls would be like, dude, get a light. Right. Today, it's like, you're cute. That's <laughs> my daughter-in-law my daughter-in-law tells a story of my son used to be really into yo-yos and he found all his old yo-yos and started doing tricks and she's like panty dropping <laughs> <laughs> oh we grew up too early <laughs> we did today would be kings of the high school mm. you see my action figures ladies come on over <laughs> i play with them too Man, we used to, like, sneak. We were at the uncool table at lunch. Mm -hmm. We would talk about Star Wars. We would talk about collecting. And we would play the, the, the card game. Because oh, that wow. was big in high school. Mm -hmm. I have some of those cards, but I never got into it where I have the, the massive collection. I was never really into the card games. Mm -hmm. I guess I liked the board games more. But I would like to get in the X-Wings. X-Wing miniature, that game, but I don't have enough people to play it. We, we, my son and I played it, but we never invested into it, so we only had like three X-Wings and a couple TIE Fighters. We had the Ghost. We of course she did. We had the Phantom. We don't know what happened to the Phantom. It just disappeared one day from the table. Wow. And I, I was certain when we moved from Syracuse to here, we would find it when we moved something. And we never found the Phantom. Mm. It just, like a ghost, disappeared. Wow. You sure it's not inside of your ghost? No, because it doesn't work like oh. that. They're about the same size. Oh. About. I did, I was real tempted to buy that ghost because it is, it's one of the only ghosts you can find. That game, the, those those models were amazing. They're very detailed, very well painted. The game is kind of fun. It's kind of tedious at times because you have to turn and you have to use cards to turn because they kind of give you measuring cards. Like, if you roll a one, you can only move this far, and you have to be in range because the blasters only go so far. And It's a fun game. Mm -hmm. I just never got into it. They did just... I saw 
right here at Goodwill, they opened a gaming store right next to Goodwill. And I'm curious. They now talking it out. I'm like, I wonder if they play that there. That's how comic books make their money. Uh, comic books. That's how comic book stores make their money these days is through the gaming. Right. Because you always see the sweaty guys. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> we when we went to uh, crap Noonan. Noonan. There's a big gaming store, and they were having issues with the air conditioning. So, and then my wife. She, she had found this antique store and she didn't realize that it was right next to the gaming store because I like going there because if you're going to make the trip you kind of hit all the stores and we were talking to the lady at the antique store and she was like do you ever get the uh, the air conditioning fix next door I'm like no she goes oh can you imagine what that smells like <laughs> it's like it's like when you go to the shoe store and you're wearing sandals you want to try on shoes they have the courtesy socks <laughs> These game stores need to have a courtesy deodorant. Yeah. Some sure. I mean, that way you don't have to get it under the arm. <laughs> All right, I'm sure. Let's play the game. I'm here. <laughs> I felt really bad because they were, you know, there's all these guys in there with the playing, and they have fans underneath the tables. I mean, they were trying to make it cool in there, but it was just, it was miserable. It was like that show we went, I went to today about 2 o'clock. It, it just got miserable in there because it was in a gym. And, I mean, it, in the morning it felt great, but come about 2 o'clock it was like, I, I'm, I'm gone, I'm done. Start to see the fog of humidity kind of settle in. And it was till 5, and I think everybody was like, I, I gotta stay till 5. And I'm like, I don't, bye. Later. <laughs> Y'all have fun. I have air conditioning in the car, I'll be back. Right. Need to cool down a little bit. I'm gonna pack up the fan table and I'll see y'all later. That was great about Toy Lance is that my car was there. So I, there was a time I went out for about an hour and just kind of chilled until the... I can't remember if it was the panel or what, but still, I'm just chill in the car for a little bit and then go back, regroup, regroup and go back in. Right. Did you see that they uh, released ticket prices for IC? No. They expensive. Yes. Well, number one, the VIPs are 500. Up from what? 300 last Up year. Up from 300. Oh. And the tickets went from 40 dollars to 60 dollars. Yeah, I've decided to skip. I decided to skip IC, not outside of ticket prices, just because it's proximity to celebration. Mm-hmm. So I won't be going to IC next year yeah. because of that. I'm, I'm thinking I'm going the same route that, um, even though it is only four, you know, three and a half hours up the road, that I may end up skipping it too. If everybody's skipping it, I guess I'll skip it too. So we'll see what happens with it. Because it is, it's a month before celebration. But celebrations in Anaheim. That's expensive. I mean, it's a thousand bucks just to get out there and stay in a hotel. Right. And you need a thousand. And if you want to have fun, and you need to have folded money when you go to celebration, because you want to buy stuff. Because you're going to see stuff you're never going to see again. Yeah. The joys of being a modern Star Wars collector. But, yeah, I mean... I don't know, Celebration is cool, but everything's overpriced, I think, when you're on the floor. On the floor, yeah. Because they're paying thousands of dollars for those booths, so they got to make their they got to make their overhead back. they got to make their money back. The art show's cool because you, you get to see artists and meet artists that you've only seen online. Um, 
The panels are cool. But the room sales are, are where it's at in celebration because people are bringing prototypes and stuff. Oh, praise the Lord. Yeah, I was looking at Celebration. I was like, man, if I had cash, I could finish my last 17 run at this show. And I just, I couldn't. The last one, right? Yeah. Because you finished that. Yeah. This was, a, yeah, the, because uh, they had people, had it, had good deals at room sales. That was pre-today's yeah. prices. That pre, was at 17. Pre-pandemic. Yeah. Pre-pandemic. Everything's gone up. And I don't think it's ever coming down. Mm-hmm. It may come down a little bit, but like... Maybe regular figures, but carded figures, they're, if you invest a thousand bucks into a figure, that's not going down to 500 anytime. Mm-hmm. That's going to stay five, a thousand or more. Yeah, because... Uh, it's locked in. Yeah. A pop-up R2, you're at like five or six hundred bucks. I mean, hell, the Animaniman, just his staff's 150 And I paid a hundred dollars for a complete one. Back in the, I might as well just get carded at that point. If you're going to go up to that level of collecting, why not just get a carded one for 500 bucks more? Right. Well, yeah. I was talking. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was talking to one of the guys today, and he had a uh, 12 back Leia that he'd messed up the card because he tried getting some stuff, like some marker off of it, and he used uh, acetate nail polish remover on it and ruined the the card. And I'm like, dude, I'll give you 100 bucks for it. Just joking. He's like, no, at that point, I'll just open it and sell, sell the layout yeah. for 150 yeah, yeah. And I was joking, and I was like, you know, I had to try it, man, because I want a 12-back layout, and if I can get a 12-back layout for, you know, a couple of hundred bucks, why not? Why not? Because you're going to pay $200 <clears throat> just for the figure right now. I don't think I could ever afford a mint, perfect, carded, anything without hitting 12 lotteries, so... Yeah. I'll take what I can get. And yeah. I, I, I'm not going to be a stickler where it needs to be a 12E or 12D or I'm just throwing numbers out there. I don't know all the card backs like I should. But just as long as it's a Star Wars card and it's got the figure, I'd be happy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's sort of what my wife does. She's like, I don't care. And she figured out because she's got four Ewoks that are carded and she's like because she's got the common ones carded and she's like which ones do I need now and I'm like they're all last 17s babe have fun with that (laughs) and I've seen them for a couple of hundred bucks Godspeed woman yeah I've seen one for like two hundred dollars on deal or no deal I'm like babe you want it no not now it's the cheapest I've ever seen it that's what a loose one's going for yeah if you see it you gotta get it otherwise you're not Right. If there's a deal, it's a reason why it's a deal. Get it. Yeah. Don't think. No. That's that's the rule. And I've told her, there's stuff that I can sell, but, whoa, excuse me, I'm at that point where my credit card, I told her, I said, my credit card's got enough room on it, I'm just going to buy it and pay, you know, sell what I need to pay for it once I buy it. That cat is staring me down. Yeah, he wants to come outside. That's Luke. I'll start sneezing. Oh. He's gonna. He's an indoor outdoor cat. He came in a couple of days ago after the rain, and he was just full of mud. He actually came in the other day, and my wife was like, "You smell like a candle. Where the hell have you been?" Like she was like, "Were you in somebody's house?" 
But yeah, my, my dog, my cats are Luke and Leia. My dogs are Solo and Sabine. And my wife fought forever not to name my dog Solo. And she liked no Star Wars names, and we named him Solo. Good luck, woman. Yes. You have all the cool action figures. I get the name of the, the, the animals. <laughs> right. I should turn the lights on out here. I don't know why I didn't do that earlier. I bet you it's really relaxing to listen to the, the, the crickets chirping. And aren't we supposed to get cicadas this year? I haven't seen... I haven't seen any of them. Any of them. I thought it would be like the... A plague, a biblical plague of these bugs on the roof and windows. And I haven't seen anything. No, me neither. I've seen them, you know, I guess 20 years ago or whatever, but I haven't seen any this year. i got to finish that Solo episode tomorrow. Yes. But yes, going back to Solo, I enjoyed it. Kind of. My brain's skipping because of... <laughs> Cigar. And you're not even drinking. No. <laughs> Just a laid back episode. No yeah. formalities. I had some notes and we've kind of hit some of that stuff, but I don't know. What other topics can we hit? Because we got to record. Not next week, but the following. I guess the following week will be a wrap up of uh, the, sh- the summer social. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, probably. My grass is going to be like three feet tall by the time I get to. Got it. Cut it. A couple of weeks ago, I went to cut it, and it started raining. I'm like, F it. It's going to keep going, and it stopped about 10 minutes in. You have done that before, right? I cut half the grass, and I'm like, nah, it's too hot. Go inside, <laughs> and then you got this uneven patch of grass. Half the grass is like three feet tall, and the other half is six inches. Yeah. Well, thankfully, I don't have an HOA out here, so they don't care. That is a godsend. I yeah. can't stand HOAs. We had an HOA in our last neighborhood. We lived in, like, a matchstick neighborhood. And I had a work truck that I took home, and there was a spot on the street that we lived on that had, you know, no house. That it was, like, the side of a house, so they had enough room I could park my work truck on the street. And I get a note on it one day, and it just said, you can't park here official. And we're like... Who the hell are you? Official what? Yeah, that's all it said. Official jackass. Yeah. And it was a little bitty driveway. Trying to fit three cars on it sucked. But they took care of the front yard. And the backyard only took me like 20 minutes to mow, which was nice. Versus here where it's like a two hour. By the time you mow and edge and blow and couple hours. Is there anything else you wanted to hit? I don't think so. I didn't even know what to hit today. <laughs> <laughs> it's I will say, man, doing a doing it's a lot harder than I thought. The weekly ones? The weekly ones, but it's fun. Yeah, we'll be doing some modern talk coming up and we gotta find people to talk about vintage stuff with and collecting and 
I just realized after doing that last last week with uh, we didn't intend to put it on YouTube, but that was cool. Mm. Uh, we have an official YouTube channel now that you can subscribe to. Hope to do more video stuff in the future. Um, but I, I definitely want to do more interviews like that and talk to experts. Mm-hmm. I got a couple of figures I want to open up so you can watch me and snicker and cry. I got a couple of my retro, I got the retro Boba, not retro Boba, retro Mando and retro the child that I'm kind of holding on to to do something special. I do have a Mando vintage collection and a child vintage collection because I don't intend to open the things that come with the Razor Crest, so I'll do those unboxing on a podcast. So if you're listening, it's just going to be the crinkling of plastic. <laughs> well, we'll put it on YouTube. Yeah. I do want to get, we didn't mention, I do want to get a second cantina bar just 50th anniversary convention exclusive cantina bar that they just with Panda Baba and I want to get two of those so I can open one mm-hmm. but they're like 150 bucks dude. they're 80 80 that's yeah. it what yeah. was 150 yeah the emperor is 3199 uh-huh. uh huh the cantina bar is 104 okay and the floney figure is 2699 which that, I guess with that cantina bar, you're getting three figures, which are twenty bucks a piece, twenty five. Now I think they've upped this money on them, and you're getting that cantina. And I'm wondering, are they going to finish the bar? The other thing that weird about the the promo photos they sent, the bar doesn't look right because uh-huh. they didn't stage it right. They kind of stage it so that there's two flat, like it's almost like half a square, mm-hmm. and that's not the shape of the bar. The shape of the bar is like a U shape. Right. It's not square shape. Maybe I, that's something only I care about, but I do. Right. Well, I am wondering. I'm looking at it right now, and I am wondering if they, with that announcement, if they're going to pair that with something else. Is that the Black Series? Well, I, and I thought maybe that's a candidate for the Black Series. Um, uh, HasLab. Right. It is 9.30 on a long... Yeah. It's only Saturday, but it was a long week. We're supposed yeah. to go up to Rock City, but because of the situation, I mean, I'm not going anywhere. i got to right. stay close to home. Oh, my cigar went out. Rock City's fun. We used to go. We had uh, season passes. My mother-in-law would give us, at Christmas time, would give us experiences. So she bought us Rock City passes one year. We went a couple of times. It's cool. Have you been? No, we haven't, but it looks like it's going to be raining tomorrow, so we're not, we're, we wouldn't go anyways. They did, uh, we went one year at Christmas time, and, and it was like at night. They opened it up at night, and they had Christmas lights and stuff, and it was cool. But it was only like half of it was open, because you can't see anything at night, as far as like the uh, landscapes and stuff. We're going to finish our cigars. And I may open another beer. And you guys have a good week. And uh, listen for the solo, solo, solo episode <laughs> next week. <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing it because I want to hear what you say about solo. And i like to apologize to David Quinn because he did uh, inspire this episode. And uh, I did copy some of it, but it'll be fun. Yeah. Well, I think I, I, I'm, I think David thinks it is an homage and he, he enjoys that, you know, we copy them. And we do it out of love and respect. 
because he does have a hell of a podcast. He did um, the podcast he did about... It's like every time he goes to a show or does a show podcast, it's like, I want to go right now. I want to just keep driving and find a show and go to a toy show just because his, his podcasts are just so inspiring. But anyway, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> we bored you enough. Y'all have a good, uh, good rest of your week. And uh, we'll see you next week. This is the way. This is the way. Um.